It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Coming to you live from the North Pole, it's Rob has a podcast. And now here's the guy who's just polishing off a little deli nog. Mmm, mayo-y. I'm Rob Sesternino. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Reindeer Games. Night five of Reindeer Games. If you can believe it, we are but 48 hours away from crowning the winner of the Reindeer Games and here to talk about it. And another amazing group of four here, starting with the man who's been following it all. Taryn Armstrong, Taryn, how are you? Doing well, well, Rob, but something just tastes a little... Something uh, tastes fishy. Yep, yep. Nope, that'll be on Thursday when Steven gives out the award for the best Reindeers games player. Look at me, queuing up some promos. <laughs> yeah, get ready they for that. They call me the next Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, Steven was asking on Twitter, like, I heard there was a very equitable competition. Let me check that out. Not tonight, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, back with us to talk some reindeer games. Look, so look how festive is Amon Adwin. Amon, how are you? Oh, you know, like you, Rob, I'm finishing off some uh, chicken foot nog, you know. <laughs> oh, chicken foot nog. Yeah. Are there nails? No Oh, there's plenty of nails. Yeah. And nail beds. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to be here talking about uh, BB Reindeer games. Like, Christmas, I'm a huge fan, if people cannot tell. Big Brother, I'm a huge fan, if people cannot tell. So when you mash those two things together, like, it is complete bliss for me. Okay. Yeah. What's been, the missing ingredient for you? We have Big Brother. We have Christmas. What is it? Live feeds. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, live feeds. Well, well done. All right. And then I'm sure a woman who would try any of the nogs here this time of year. It's Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you? You're right. I, I was saying that the squid nog, I, I thought that yeah. sounds good. But Rob, on the fifth day of Reindeer Games, Big Brother gave to me five <laughs> remaining players, four chances at safety, Three strong women, two acceptable men, and one devastating loss of Brittany. Wow. And no, I'm not okay tonight. Wow. But I am really glad this to be beautiful. here. I am not a holidays yeah. person, but I have been like the Christmas in the crooner. holiday spirit. Yeah. yeah. Mm, well, listen, uh, I don't want to, I don't, I don't necessarily want to be in that. Yeah, and maybe, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I, despite being upset at the, the loss of Brittany tonight, I've been really enjoying this, so. Okay. Happy to be here. All right. Happy to have you here with us to talk about it all as uh, the stage is set for the titular Reindeer Games coming Thursday night. So uh, we'll take one night off for the Survivor 45 finale. And then on Thursday, we'll crown the winner of Reindeer Games. Of course, we'll be uh, live after all of that. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, live at 8 p.m. on Thursday with podcast at 9.15 p.m. I think so. One hour edition of the finale of Reindeer Games. Taryn, they called it season one of Reindeer Games. 
hopeful, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I feel like I feel like we started very strong on yeah. reindeer games. The first week I was like, Survivor oh who? Yeah. It's about reindeer games. Uh, I am starting to feel like I'm glad it's over this yeah, week. Yeah, we can wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. It was mm-hmm. just the right size, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Aman, okay, we haven't gotten to hear from you yet about reindeer games. What's been your take? I've loved it. I loved it from the moment that it started, from like the little tinkly, tinkly music in the intro, the animated intro, the way that the house is decorated. Everything has just been, I I, I just want to be in it. I want to be a part of it. I just want to like walk inside that house. Like I just, I just, I, I, I've just been over the moon. That being said, I do think that part of the novelty of it is that it is nice and short and sweet. And so I am sort of heavy that I'm glad that they um, did some of the heavier episodes in the first week. And now we're getting like sort of like bite sizes in the second week leading up to this finale. So I'm excited to see who wins. I am a little sad to see that it's already gone, but like, I'm, I'm happy. I don't necessarily know if I need a reindeer games season two next christmas mm-hmm. if this was like an every three year type of deal i would be much like, more uh like <laughs> you want to do it more like that. the olympics of like, like every yeah year. like something <laughs> like that like i don't want people coming into the show being like i'm gonna be on the reindeer games if i don't win you know what i mean no no screw that like no mm-hmm. i want this to get like a, an unpredictable type of like you know non-traditional schedule yeah get the new cast of legends exactly mm-hmm. exactly what if they like you know kept us on our toes by just missed toes uh like a like a bite size you know big brother type show like this similar structure but at random times of the year um to coincide with other holidays so we can spread the joy a little bit you <laughs> never quite might know like when it's going to come so it's like mm. president's day games <laughs> and like you went straight um, to president's day <laughs> Yeah, God's, well, listen, we're yeah. all asking. Listen, it doesn't even exist in yeah, my country. Say. We do not have a president. Yes, you know how the Canadians I, I love like, President's is, Day. Well, <laughs> I'm saying, is it not a good idea? Because no one's going to see it coming. And this is why um, Big Brother Reindeer Games has been so delightful. Because one, we didn't really know it was coming. It kind of got, like, you know, brought up very last minute. It was poorly, mm-hmm. like, it was packaged to us poorly. So the expectations were in hell. Mm-hmm. And it's been delightful and look how happy like no one people aren't really fighting on twitter and it's just been a nice treat so like why not you know just hit us with it at random times of the year when we might not expect it and then it's like bonus and we're happy like i just why not yeah well i don't know if big brother is so good at keeping secrets from us no Mm -hmm. especially if they're pre-taped again you know that, mm-hmm. that you know the, the spoilers were already spoiling yeah. like i was getting spoilers for the spoilers it was crazy <laughs> yeah but there's a lot of wrong spoilers out there too so that's, that's what i think about this yeah. yeah so that's the you know you can get a real spoiler but you get a wrong spoiler also it kind of nullifies it yeah, I, I i feel like most of the times i've been watching live uh the last like three to four episodes people have like oh no it's spoiled you can't make the prediction about who gets eliminated and then this they're like oh wow the spoiler was wrong yeah like over and over and over so i, I don't know i feel like i feel like they're probably just wrong mm-hmm. yeah i saw a, a certain account that likes to uh get the spoilers today uh with a like okay well the i know who's getting voted out tonight and there was like a gif of ariana grande uh <laughs> not, not what happened <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. What? Maybe just meant a woman. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Close enough. Yeah. I would be in favor of doing this every year, especially if they got back to like a normal schedule with Big Brother and they brought back even a person from Big Brother 26 and it had been like four months since you had seen them. I think you'd be like a little bit more excited to see somebody uh, go right into the reindeer games. So I think that there is uh, like plenty of reason to do this again, but that'll wait till next year because we still got to get through tonight's reindeer games. And it was Brittany Haynes who ultimately didn't go. I feel like the big decision was uh, Taylor had to decide who to bring with her into the reindeer games. And I get why, okay, you know, um, she wants to bring somebody that would be probably easier to beat. Um, But why Nicole over Brittany in that spot? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I mean, I, I guess it's just a testament to yeah. Nicole, right? Like it just, you know, it's what we've, some of us have been uh, singing about her for the past few years. She's just sort of like good at like just snaking her way in, coming off as unassuming. We see it every season and then she ends up getting away with it. And here we are again, like, you know, and maybe she benefits a little bit from the fact that Taylor isn't, you know, she's just a recent watcher of the show so she might know who nicole is as like you know a general abstract big brother player but like the inner workings of her game she might not have had enough time to really let that sink in because i know that if anybody else were up they'd be like nicole again no so yeah i think uh, i think she really benefited from a lot of ways and taylor's sort of having a blind spot for her taryn what are we missing Oh, so I mean, from my perspective, I would have picked Nicole over Brittany. I'm, I'm way more, like I, I mean, I think Nicole and Brittany they're both great competitors, but like especially the kinds of comps I'm expecting to be in the finale. Like Brittany's just really good at puzzles. She's really good at quizzes. She's really good at the logic stuff. Um, and physically, she's at I think at least on par with Nicole. So like I'm, I'm gonna be a little more worried about, uh, about. Brittany than I am about Nicole. I'd probably pick Nicole for that reason if there were no personal stakes involved. Um, however, I think that uh, based on a, a tweet that Taylor made, she saw it a little bit differently. Uh, oh, there it is. Um, she uh, she saw she thought that hey, I just saw Nicole beat Josh, so I want to make sure I have Nicole with me to take on the uh, you know Xavier Frankies of the world in the finals. Um, because I need, you know, I need her help to do that because I don't want to just lose to these guys, um, which, uh, you know, I think makes a kind of sense, but it's not something that I think I would have, uh, been thinking along the lines of, I think I would have, but again, it's just like, this is just another one of these decisions where it's just like, we're talking about Brittany versus Nicole. Brittany has better stats than Nicole, for the record. I'd spend a lot of time on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but at the end of the day, they're both just they're both just good competitors. Like there's not a lot of difference. Okay. So Brittany ends up going out, and it looked like for like a second, maybe she was gonna pull off another miracle here in the reindeer games. And Jenny, were you thinking that Brittany had a shot to pull it out ever? Absolutely not. I had zero hope from the moment she started telegraphing this in the diary room because I could tell she had been crying and that she was trying to hold it together. Yeah, it I had no hope and it really (laughs) hurt. And I it was very, very difficult to watch when when Nicole said this is so hard to watch. I was like, yes, 
same because I already knew it was over. Um, you know, I was worried about seeing her against X, but I was like, hey, we don't know what the comp's going to be. Like, she's really good at everything Taryn just said. She's really good at puzzles. She's like, she's very smart. If it's like a, tr like she almost won the trivia against Frankie, like this, this could be okay. And then the second I saw the zip line and you have to use your body to kick over giant like blocks, I was like, it's a wrap. And then I saw her face in the diary room. I could tell she was putting on a brave face. I was wow. like, no, it's over. Uh, so I had to watch it like painfully and slowly. Uh, it was it was hard. Yeah, I was but the they tried to was, make it interesting, I guess. So I'll they, give them that. They did. I was the exact opposite to you, though, Jenny. I that I I was thinking, oh, this is the big through line of big um, of reindeer games for Brittany Haynes. She's the one, the constant underdog. She's always going to be underestimated, and she doubts herself even. And then in the end. She's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and just is able to just take Santa all the way home. You know what I mean? And so when I saw those tears in her eyes or in the uh, diary room, I thought that was like her crying again after being like, oh, I have to fight to my death again. And I did it. So I was expecting to see that. But no, no, it's uh, yeah. it was X again. <laughs> we, we don't usually have to read the edit of Big Brother. Usually there's nothing to read. <laughs> Uh, but I have noticed a pattern so far, which is that uh, if they say in the diary room, like, oh, I think I could win this one. They don't win that yeah. one. Um, and so, like, especially when it comes to Brittany in this case, who, like, the, the previous time it was looking like she was the underdog who might have a chance to win. She was It was all about how she had absolutely no shot in the world. Uh, and then in this one, she was like, hey, maybe I maybe I can pull something out. I don't know. And it was like, OK, she didn't win. This says didn't happen. And then, yeah, you see the competition and it's like, we have how many minutes left in this episode? Mm -hmm. it, it's over. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's talk about the competition because uh, I checked out Twitter as it was going on. Everybody felt like, okay, so much for the equitable competitions. Was this one as bad as it seemed to Twitter? I would say yes. I think the outcome was maybe closer than you would have expected, mostly because of two major factors. One, Xavier massively screwed up. And what we talk about with these kinds of competitions is that basically you have to hope that the big physical player massively screws up uh, and that you play perfect. And she didn't play perfect and he did massively screw up. Uh, and then the other thing is that uh, she never even would have made it at all, if not for some uh, friendly advice from the crowd. And they weren't supposed to do that, apparently. Uh, so it was literally broken rules to even get her that far. Oh, um, and who knows what would have happened if she actually won since it was broken rules. Yeah. So The only thing I even would say, though, is that it seemed like not so much that it was like that she physically couldn't do it, but she seemed to have the wrong strategy to try to do it. Like once well, she got going, she seemed like she was pretty good at taking out the blocks. I mean, I would say that like a, a major difference there is that Xavier doesn't need any strategy to do it. He can just go. go do it in one or two tries and her with the perfect exact strategy will still take like five or six tries. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately for her, she doesn't know the perfect exact strategy. Uh, so it takes much longer. Um, and so, you know, it's again, it, it, even if she had the perfect strategy, she still would have taken mm -hmm. three times at least as long as him to do that part. Right. X is just too big, you know, like he doesn't. He's like a like, foot taller than her. <laughs> right. He's got like, he's got at least uh, if like a hundred pounds on Britney. So it's yeah. like. Height and weight. <laughs> height and weight. Like his whole, like he can just jump off. He doesn't have to worry about getting momentum first because he's so, you know, light. And even if they were doing the same thing, like. 
the amount of like stuff that he would have been able to knock out with just one swing is just like maybe mm-hmm. like you know like Britney is like a fraction of that. So yeah, it's it, it was a little hard to right. watch that because it was like, damn, if you were a little bit bigger, Britney, you probably would not have this issue. And, and I love Britney too, uh, but uh, Ms. Brown Sugar in the chat says, uh, unpopular opinion, this one comp wasn't equitable, but the chances of being put in are more random. It's not like the HOHs that everyone plays are all being tailored for tall, athletic people. Right. I mean, in this mm-hmm. episode, we had like kind of um, a, you know, a, a milkshake tasting contest. We had a quiz and then we had one thing. So I don't think we could say that like, okay, we can't have anything that's physical. I think it's like when all the competitions are physical, but I don't think it's out of bounds for reindeer games to have a comp or two that are better for people who are athletic. I mean, I think that's why it's a lot more like it's, you know, it's more palatable this time, like watching watching our faves go home because I mean, not only is it just a silly, you know, Christmas special, it's not really, you know, unless big brother Reindeer games ends up being like a yearly thing. It's not at this point, like really in the conversation of big brother Pantheon or whatever. So, but on top of that, like all of these comps have been so all over the place and random that if there is a comp that comes up and it happens to be someone else, um, someone else's forte and not everybody else's, it's like, all right, well, that was the luck of the draw. So mm-hmm. I feel a lot better with it being this way. It sucks that it ended up this way, but, you know, she got yeah, really I agree. close. Like, you know, compared to what we've had, especially most recently, um, you know, it's obviously I want there to be not so many physical competitions because I think you're yeah. going to get way more dynamic results when you have such when you have trivia, puzzles, social like, you know, types of comps. Um, it's OK to throw some physical ones in there or ones that have a physical and it wasn't purely physical. There was a puzzle and the puzzle was almost the equalizer here. Um, but it, it just was unfortunate that that it happened to be, you know, this one where there's such a height difference and, you know, like the amount of weight like that you needed mm-hmm. for the velocity to like knock the, the blocks down. It just like it was a very, very bad combination of people to be doing a physical uh, comp to make it like fair. Um, I would have loved if there was. So we knew there was going to be like multiple chances to save yourself during this episode. There was multiple comps. It, it would be nice if there was almost like hints when they're like choosing people on like who you're leaving behind like I know that there's an element of like luck and strategy like you can't you can't plan it out too much because you have no idea what's coming next you don't know if it's going to be a team thing you don't know but like I just would love there to be like even sort of like riddles or like some sort of like clue to like what the comp might be. And it can be completely Mm. vague, but like to give you some sort of indication to get your wheels going for being like, because we even saw in last night's episode where like when they got put into pairs, their brain started going on like, okay, and if we're teamed up against each other, are we going to have to go against each other in Santa's showdown? And it didn't end up being that way. So I would have like loved if there was a way that there was like almost kind of like a clue on what might be coming down the pipe without completely giving it away so that people can make decisions slightly informed slightly well how about this for an idea there's either an entire competition or it's just part of the show that there are like clues or something like that that basically one person has the ability to win by either putting the clues together or by winning the competition the ability to have either a hint or just straight up foreknowledge of what the competition is going to be or what it's going to entail. But that one person is not necessarily the same person who's in charge of making the decision. 
So mm. that adds more of a social Telephone. element where you now have yeah. to I, trust the information that they're giving you. Are they working with you? Are they giving you good information? Are they not working with you? Are they trying to lie to you to trick you into making the wrong decision about who to send in? Uh, I, like I think, and it could even it. just be like a word, like it could be. You know what I mean? Like it's like you don't know what it is, but it could be like a hint, and it's like literally like the just amazing a race. word or something. Yes, yeah, kind of sure. amazing race and Survivor all like mixed. Why not? One. This is this, like Survivor this show is tradition. Well, the show is already a mishmash of other shows yeah. anyway. It's Buddy the Elf Games, okay? Like it's you know what I mean? It's mm, yeah. <laughs> what if they had pictures on the wall of what the competitions are going to be like? Squid Game. <laughs> If they Is that what they do in, squid? in the Squid Game? Yeah, like on the wall, the pictures of the, like uh, were like showing the people what the contests were going to be. But uh, that's yeah, no, there's like different yeah. shapes of factions that's, that you can be a part of. There's a reindeer <laughs> shape. There's a snowman shape. I'm here for it, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk through uh, the events of the night. You know, uh, Nicole and Taylor talk things through after the events of Monday night's reindeer games. Nicole uh, says she doesn't think it would make sense to go after Taylor. Uh, she's all in with the girls now. She wants to go after Frankie. She can't even believe she's saying that. Yeah, I, I mean, and I think this completely validates Taylor's decision last week that, uh, yes, in fact, the women do still feel they need to work with her. They do still feel like they need to take out Frankie and X. Um, and it would have been even better if, like, uh, they'd been able to keep Josh around. But, like, you know, it is what it is. Um, and, uh, and and now here they are, I, like, making the correct decision. Um, all three of them in, 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 in this circumstance. They do need to work together. They do need to take out Frankie and X. Um, and when Taylor has another decision to make, she does not pick X to be safe a second time. Okay. Yeah. We get our third of the reindeer games host and here comes Tiffany. Uh, I just want to say, I wasn't on the podcast last night. Uh, Derek X was so funny on, uh, with everything with what Jill Frost. <laughs> so funny. He like uh, oversold uh, Jill Frost uh, so much. It was so funny. Uh, but here's <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany does a nice job here tonight. I know uh, everybody was uh, on Twitter going crazy for Tiffany looks great. She did. I mean, yeah, Derek came on the podcast. He talked about how uh, <laughs> Tiffany was in there making sure the outfit was right. And mm -hmm. let me tell you, she did a good job. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. The I, boots. Like I love I, the boops and the. Oops, excuse me. Um. <laughs> I said boots uh, with a T. Sorry, I didn't Holy enunciate. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody also that, that. I, never mind. Yeah. Um, no, but I, the fact that we have that little nugget <laughs> from DX about how they all like. Got, the nuggets you know, were in the nog, actually. Sorry, I'm Give the um the designers like a little bit of input. Yeah, that makes me feel like okay, <laughs> Tiffany. I mean, you know, if Big Brother never works out again, let's say you come back for All Stars, you can always, you know, try to style somebody's outfit. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. it. Okay, <laughs> all right. So uh, she's here, and we're getting into the naughty and nice challenge. And again, we have another <laughs> musical interlude uh, that's going to be courtesy of. Elfie Buble, and we need to find the key to Santa's office. Nicole Franzel has no problem finding the key. Yeah, that was fast. It, yeah, it seemed very, <laughs> very Quickest quickly. solve I think we had on the Naughty and Nice Challenge. And yeah, they've really degraded from the original like versions of this competition where it was like, find the... The right like song name, figure out the clues to determine mm. which one of these things did the thing uh, to put the shape in the hole. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which like to be like the first confirmed person to get into like the reindeer games have like it be like the most simple, basic competition of the night. It's like hide and go seek and find a shape. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll, I'll hand it to Nicole. She found it very fast. She did what she needed to do. Yeah. But it was like, you are getting the fir- the easiest ride based on the easiest yeah. comp. It just was wild. But, like, as a parent of young children, like, this is literally uh, something that babies do. Of, like, put shapes <laughs> a into a hole that fits. Like, Hey, sometimes we all got to review the basics, okay? <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little review. It would have been interesting, I think, if they had to, like, at least, like, find at least, like, two separate pieces of a key that had to fit together to make the right shape. Like, that might have been a little more interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Also, uh, I, I know she didn't get in that yeah. way. I'm I'm just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Elfie Buble is going to perform... Yeah. Okay. It was good. Is he Canadian was, like the real Buble? Let me see this the passport. <laughs> like in a in a season full of wacky musical performances from DJ Bowie Jane <laughs> to uh you know uh Frosty Jill Frost mm-hmm. um and uh like um Daniel Day Lewis uh 12 Days <laughs> of Christmas. That's um like, Daniel Durson Lewis. Like, what are we like? Why, this is just a regular performance. Like, it there was, was just nothing, nice. There's no gimmick to it. Mm-hmm. Well, also the crooners were like fine. It was like, and they weren't even cranky. Yeah. So those, like, I think I would say those two performances yeah, were like the Jill most confusing. Jill Frost like wasn't wacky or anything. Oh, oh she, she was. Oh, you how sexy. dare you? How dare you? Okay. She it's like she was. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Jill Frost, her streams, okay? Winter is coming. She's soaring to the top of the Mount er, Mount Everest, you know, uh, charts, okay? Yeah, I'm a Frosty. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Frosty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm Survivor. Yeah, do some parkour he later. He's my favorite. I yeah. love Frosty. <laughs> yeah, okay. So uh, he plays, uh, Taylor was seems smitten with um, Elfie Buble. Yeah, I- Maybe just I, I won't shame her for her tastes, but mm-hmm. it's not yeah. for me. <laughs> I think there's you're not seeing much in in the lodge. Yeah, this was yeah. this wasn't this was Taylor seeing uh, the the singer. Jingle hell yes! Jingle hell yes! Yeah, no, this this buble was not bubbly enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, all right. So Tiffany tells us there will be two Jingle Bell brawls here tonight, uh, and so. Uh, Nicole will get to pick one person to sit out. The advantage and disadvantage will be the exact same thing. Pick out one person to sit out of the comp and you'll have one less person to face off against. Uh, And to the surprise of no one, Mm -hmm. Nicole tells Xavier to sit out. I mean, too bad like the competitions weren't in a different order because like it would have been like a benefit to have Xavier sit out of the competition. He actually won. Whereas I'm not sure Xavier is going to be a factor here in the seven nogs of Christmas. Yeah. I don't know much about X's palate. He was a bartender, I, Jenny. That's that is true. He was right, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, he might not have. It might not have been anything, but uh, you know, it's you have to do it. You have to make sure at least that he's not going to compete here. Um, I I think the 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 biggest issue with the episode, not that it was like bad. I think I think it was still fun. 
Um, but in terms of like not quite matching the energy of the first week's uh, episodes, uh, is that it, it does kind of feel like the creativity is starting to run dry. Like, um, like there's there was no intrigue to this choice. We knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. You always knew it exactly. What like you're always just going to pick like the biggest threat or like the person you're not like with. Like it was just too straightforward a decision. What I liked about the first few episodes is how complicated they made these decisions. Yeah. And, like, uh, like oh, you think you're making them being be disadvantaged. But, yeah. Like oh, you might have to actually betray your ally in order to succeed in the game. So. There's almost like no social strategy left at this point exactly. in the reindeer games. We which, had an which, hour episode in four comps. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so. And I, and I don't think that was necessary. Like so, talking about squid games, like they found ways squid toward the dog. end of that show to make things even more interesting and personal and Maybe weird. Maybe not towards uh, the very up, end. Up until the, up until the very end. <laughs> um, so, uh, so like, I, I think that there was, there was more that could have been done here for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, all right. Jingle Bell Brawl 1, no Xavier, sample the different eggnogs. And so there is a missing ingredient. You have to say what it is. We've definitely done versions of this on Big Brother proper, right? But not recently. Not recently. Yeah. Uh, so there was uh, uh, a season that didn't actually happen, but like I think we all collectively dreamed it, Big Brother Celebrity Three. Um, that uh, I, I'm pretty sure they did one there. Uh, but this is, uh, I think, an old school comp as well. That uh, back in the day they would do stuff like this. Um, and is this the same as the ice cream? Like with no, Gina Marie? No, that okay. was no, just that, was, that was just they had to like eat as much as they. It was could. just they right. I was like, get... was it flavored ice yes, cream? it was. Yeah. Like, oh, it was okay. like jalapeno or something like that, right? <laughs> I believe in the past this was a, a strictly a food competition. I don't know that they ever played it for power, but I could be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this I like. This is great. This is exactly the kind of stuff we're talking about when we talk about like equitable equitable competitions. That said, I still think maybe a slightly flawed design in that if it's a gross food competition, you want to see the gross food. Mm -hmm. They're just drinking the same thing over. Like, there's a reason they skipped over this because. You can only watch somebody sip the same colored thing or at least vaguely samely colored thing the, like and go, ooh, so many times before it gets a little old. You want to see them eat the like weird stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm I'm not grossed out by like food things like this. Like <sighs> I think that I probably would have been okay, but what killed me was having to listen to Nicole's gagging noises because like <laughs> the smell of this, the taste of this, that wouldn't have bothered me. It would be like listening to Nicole in the next booth going like that would send me over the edge. It was and I, I felt like I needed like a trigger warning in the episode being like, just so you know that you're going to hear the most disgusting, demonic gagging noises over and over again throughout like this next 10 minute segment. It was terrible. Um, but what I didn't understand about the comp and maybe yeah. again, I happen to black out sometimes during competitions, which made it for great a night for me when I have four, <laughs> you know, challenges to watch. But were they was it the same um amount of ingredient choices for every single, or did it change up each round? Because I was trying to figure out if it, if there was like only like 16 choices on the board and it was the same 16 every time because like it became sort of just like pick an ingredient that probably would go with one of the with the rest of the things like it started to become obvious that they were putting things that would go 
with the rest of the ingredients well, in the nog. Well, you wouldn't just put a random ingredient in your <laughs> recipe, Jenny. But it would make it like, yes, some of these things being made into like milkshakes or nogs is disgusting in its own. But mm-hmm. I think that what like makes it interesting is like having the mix of things you would never well, want to put You say together. it's obvious. Brittany had zero points. <laughs> well, because she was thinking outside the box and or bun and she was thinking like, OK, well, that seems too obvious. Maybe it's this thing. Um, and it would just be like the thing that would go with the rest mm-hmm. of the ingredients. Like it would be the mayo that goes on the turkey sandwich. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was like they had they had the ingredients for everything that was there for that specific nog and then there was one that was xed out and you had to figure out you you knew what you were tasting like 4 out of 5 i think it was like four things in each in each thing yeah. or five yeah. things in each thing it was four like that. and you had to guess the fifth yeah you knew you knew the four but you needed one more and i feel like i don't know i feel I think I would be pretty good at this comp. Yeah, I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, I could I see next season, like when Amon is out first in the draft, like him drinking like a squid nog <laughs> on the podcast. The squid nog Look, sounded good. <laughs> this podcast that was my favorite one. Consume a lot of things I don't want to consume. So I think I know what I don't want to yeah, consume. Yeah, Amon, Amon's had like the, the, chapstick the chapstick nog. nog. Yeah. <laughs> Slop nog. <laughs> this is part of what makes this comp competition i think really good in terms of uh of equity is that like yeah it's a very specific skill of like tasting which is cool because that's never going to come up in any other competition can you imagine this competition in big brother 25 maybe maybe let's say in the end game maybe let's say in like the final five Alicia, <laughs> this was Alicia, her call like uh, uh, oh, mr b i'm gonna say that just, that was a mayo <laughs> That's actually garlic salt, not garlic powder. It's different. It's saltier. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, that's a genuine skill that she has that some people will have over other people. And that's like, that's good because it's a singly, singularly tested skill. But but what's interesting about this competition that, that there are alternative methods of potentially getting this right, as we saw with Frankie, with some deductive reasoning. You can say, okay, well, the color is a certain thing. <laughs> now, I wouldn't have said you need coffee to make something brown. But uh, but theoretically, you could look at the color and maybe uh, ascertain something from that. Uh, or you could go Jenny's route and say, is there a pattern to the the mixes of ingredients? Can I logic this out? Um, and yeah. Oh, sorry. Continue. No, I, I, I mean, that was basically the point is that there's, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's just a very multifaceted kind of competition that leads to like very equitable results. Um, I think I, pro- I think it works. I think my problem was that it started off the way that I thought it was going to be with things that did not go together. Because I think the first one was like cranberry, mint, banana, and sardine. Yeah, that's and I'm like, the, that that's was disgusting. called the kitchen sink nog. Yeah. And so, which in comparison to the others, yes, it was the kitchen sink. Um, and it probably tastes like a dirty, dirty kitchen sink. Um, so that one, I'm like, okay, we're putting things together that don't make sense. So you have to like find what flavor you're tasting that isn't those four things and then from there it just became like it was like bread turkey cheese and pickle and then it was mayo with it and then like Mm -hmm. even the squid one it was like squid and clam like two fish lemon and cocktail sauce so things that you would have with like 
seafood, and then parsley, which is a common garnish on that type of food. Like, and then it just became predictable. Mm. Um, and that's why I was like, why did they do it that way? Like, why did they start with the first one that was like all over the place? And Maybe then it this just would became, just like, be formulaic. in your wheelhouse, Jenny. I don't know if that's second yeah. nature Maybe. to everybody. Yeah. It'd be great would, to find I, out I have I, a skill. Yeah. I honestly want Should we replicate this competition? Though, for yes, for a podcast, <laughs> yeah, Jenny. That, could we put do the the missing ingredient challenge for you? I'm in. Okay, let me know right. where we'll, and when. We'll send Phil the list of the things okay. to get. Yeah, he'll go to get the groceries, and we'll we'll get it. We'll get it popping. Off season. I want to know. Yeah, because I feel strongly about it, but I could be just talking out of my ass. Maybe I wouldn't be good at this. But mm -hmm. yeah. Amon thinks he's gonna be good at it too. So you better invite Jenny him. versus <laughs> Amon. <laughs> Okay, I'm totally against just like maybe we just make it like I'm sure there's somebody else who wants to be a part of this nonsense. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Well, there were some wild takes in this one. Um, so starting with Brittany, who did very poorly in this one, um, starting with the kitchen sink, um, she said, okay, well, in this drink that had cranberry, mint, bananas, and sardines, she definitely could taste the fish. So it's got to be tartar sauce. You put tartar sauce on fish, but tartar sauce doesn't taste like fish, right? Might have just been mental association because if she yeah. if she yeah. always puts tartar sauce with her fish, then she's yeah, like, like her brain you is only making have connection. tartar sauce with fish. You probably think it tastes kind of fishy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a little fishy. It's okay, a little fishy. All right. What are people using tartar sauce for? I think besides? you dip like uh like the fillet of fish. Or crab cake. That's still fish, like that. though. Like what? Yeah, like what do you do with tartar sauce? Is there anything besides? that is there anything that people normally have tartar sauce with that is not fish related? I don't think are so. people just people like making fries. French fries and like no fish with it, just doing the fries I've, with the I've tartar sauce seen that with the dip. Yeah, I support it. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. You know what? I love that. That sounds great. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we have a deli nog, which Nicole used to work in the deli. She got that only one to get mayo. I like them all like slumdog millionaireing their answers when the reality yeah. is they probably just all guessed most of the time. <laughs> uh, Taylor got the squid nog because it was green. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's uh, Taylor also seemed to get the barbecue nog. Oh, uh, you know, we what? love a good barbecue. Mm -hmm. What was in the barbecue? Baked I forget. Beans. They did like a, baked they sped beans. it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. See, again, it's like, the, yeah, of course. Of course it's baked beans and the barbecue yeah. nog. I feel like, I don't know if we got uh, everything about the wing nog and the sushi nog. Yeah, yeah what was in the wing nog? I think that was the chicken feet. Oh, the one with toenails. Uh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then ultimately uh, the fast food nog. Yeah, yeah, this probably yeah. would have been my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, and the guesses, the guesses like that were wrong made sense. Like going going for French fries again. If you're starting to follow the pattern, being like these are things that go with these other things, like you know, French fries is a good guess. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. so so is a fish fillet. So is the fish fillet. It's like okay. one of the best things at McDonald's. Yeah, oh, it is. Mm -hmm. I I think so. Okay, I can care. All right. Well, Taylor is going to win the Jingle Bell Brawl and have a big decision to make. And she gets to decide who gets to come with her to the Reindeer Games. She's also the only person on the cast to never go down into a showdown. Hey, what a record. Okay. Pretty, Congratulations pretty to again. Taylor. 
and she meets with Nicole and Brittany and Frankie. And so she gets to choose one person. Uh, we didn't spend a ton of time on the deliberations. It was the only real like social game choice of the entire episode. And I felt like we got nothing at all from it. Like we barely even got like we did. We even get any explanation from Taylor there beyond just like, you know, especially because it was like, I mean, this is a big moment. Like in the previous mm-hmm. episode, a huge moment hinged on is she going to send in Nicole or Xavier, she now has that choice again, theoretically. Is she going to make the same choice? Is she as cutthroat as she says she is? Or does she really just need to feel a need to keep Xavier because she's friends with him or whatever uh, people were saying yesterday? Uh, And it turns out she does have it in her. She cuts uh, Xavier's throat. She puts in, uh, she takes Nicole with her. um, And like, I don't know. They just felt like we just went, whoop, it's over. Next comp. Yeah, we are. I mean, I'm. I'm. It's nice to have this, the shorter episodes, but like, if you're going to do a short episode, at least give us all of like the most crucial parts that we probably should be seeing. Um. So yeah, that was it. It does feel like we're like just you know we're like running to the reindeer games in the in the past two episodes. Only have um, one hour this week. Only yeah. one hour. Only one hour. So if you're gonna do this next week or next year, y'all need to be asking for a little bit more time in them slots. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Okay. Um, but I. I, in terms of like Taylor's decision, I don't know. Yeah, I, I sort of like agree with what Taryn was saying at the beginning. Like, it's sort of like, yeah, I think I probably would have leaned a little bit more towards Brittany only because Brittany gets defeated so easily. And um, I think that's like half the battle when it comes to Brittany. So I feel like I'd rather, like, if I'm thinking about someone that I want to beat, beat in the end, I definitely want to go with someone who's going to talk themselves out of it before they talk. Right. To yeah. Brittany sucks yeah, like, herself she, out. She was- she was defeated. She was the most defeated in the like hamster wheel comp that she got the best time of anybody in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They say the devil works hard. Nicole Franzel <laughs> works harder. <laughs> That's the thing is like, you know, Taylor makes one move against her and she's spooked and she's like, I cannot cross her again. Like, she's like, I got to make this right. You got to, you have to trust in Taylor's karma at that point. I thought like, again, these, these um, pitches to Taylor were very shortened. I thought like Britney's seemed like the best. Um, I thought Britney was kind of hinting like, Hey, I'm struggling. Mm. I'm not going to be winning. Like we, like, don't worry about X. X can win his own way there. Like, I need you to help me so that I can get there, basically. Um, and I didn't feel like Nicole really said as much. She didn't really didn't really point to the things that Brittany pointed to. And if it just comes down to the fact that Taylor thinks that Nicole is more personally beatable for her, then I guess I can understand and respect that. But I just felt like, you know, you could be like, hey, like it feels kind of close between Brittany and Nicole. Brittany's never won the game. I don't know. Like, maybe I'll give her, like, I I want her to have a chance to potentially win this money for, I don't know, you can say whatever if you're worried about hurting people's feelings. You know what I mean? You can spin it that way. But it seems like she just really sees Nicole as the most beatable of the people left there. And if that's that's how it is, that is. You don't know what the comps are going to be. So I can respect that. I don't like it, but I can respect it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, like, again, it's it's just a choice where you're just picking between two very, very similar options. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously, we as the viewers have, like, uh, an intense emotional investment uh, in the decision. But, like, when it comes down to, like, what's the better strategic decision? Like, I, I don't think there is a concrete answer here at all. 
like even less so than last week. Uh, it's like, you don't know what the comps are. You don't know how they'll fare. They've both been good competitors. Like the lawyer, they're both going to work with you to take out the guys. Like there's just, you know, there's just really not much there to work with. I just didn't understand the part where she was saying like, because she, she's she's basically, instead of saying that Nicole is someone she can beat, she was almost kind of saying she needed Nicole there to be going against Xavier and Frankie. But like for us, the viewers, we have no idea what Reindeer Games like Final Four looks like and what that means. Like, so I, I don't, it, it's, which maybe is kind of like giving us a hint that there is going to be some sort of um, benefit for her to have someone there that could potentially be beating the other two but from what i would think is like you'd be picking someone you think you can be also and not mm -hmm. another strong competitor because you're worried about the other two it's like well then you're just filling yourself with like the three strongest people i think i would be taking another person like that's easier to yeah. be but that's what i didn't understand about it uh ashley in the chat says and I, i've been hearing that she's been talking more about this more than just the tweet and ashley in the chat says that uh, she saw both Nicole and Brittany equally in terms of, uh, you know, competitions in general. But if there was a knockout, she just felt like Nicole was like slightly more likely to beat a man than Brittany was. That's fair. I guess you have to like think of all the potential scenar scenarios. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like not, not for nothing. Nicole, like I said before, like she's she can slither by and it's people like often will underestimate her because she, you know, comes off and she gives that sort of character that's like a little bit weaker than she is. But when it comes down to these comps, especially some of these endurance comps, Nicole is nobody to be messed around with. So, I mean, um, I can, I can, I guess I can kind of see that. I mean, we did, she, she literally did just see Josh or yeah, Josh lose to Nicole. So I guess that would make sense in the split second moment that she has in this like really, really short version of the game. So I, I get it. Let's talk about the second of our Jingle Bell Brawls tonight. And we get our first real quiz. Uh, this is a little bit set up more like a traditional Big Brother competition in terms of, okay, it turns out there was some memory challenges along the way in terms of all of these musical numbers uh, that we saw. And it was a battle between Brittany versus Frankie versus Xavier. I think that if Brittany is like, okay, if if she could have anything to do over tonight, I feel like uh, the question that, uh, what'd you, oh, she missed by two, right? By one. No, it was just one. Just one. Yeah. I feel like that that's where she's probably like, ah, uh, if I would have had that. Yep. I mean, that was, that was it. I mean, Brittany's really good at quizzes. Uh, that's where like a lot of her comps uh, wins have been in. Um, and unfortunately, so is Frankie. <laughs> Frankie is too, unfortunately. Really yeah. good. Um, and, uh, and you know, it's, it's, this was a six question quiz instead of a seven question quiz, which is abnormal. Uh, and that by itself might've been the difference. You know what I mean? So it's just like, uh, it's, it's, or if it had been a five question or like, uh, a four question quiz, it would, it would have been a tie. Um, so, uh, yeah, brutal, brutal outcome here. I think the thing, because I've been thinking about this, this quiz just like didn't quite work for me. I think the thing, the reason was they they changed how they do this a little bit. Um, normally in a quiz, you have them answering, like spinning a thing or pressing a button and it shows their answer right away. In this one, it just said locked. Um, and so instead of being able to see what they answered immediately, I'm... I not only don't know the answer to the question because I right. have you no idea. You couldn't play along. 
but I also, I don't even know what they answer. I'm just waiting for them to press a button that then says locked. Then I'm waiting for the, like, the answer to be read. Then I'm trying, like, quickly looking to see who said what. Um, and it just, it just didn't quite work. I don't like that decision to put locked instead of just seeing their answer. I wondered if, so did you notice that Brittany kept kind of like moving around? It looked like she was like, was there like a reflection being shown? And that's why Mm. they had it say locked and not the answer. Because I, I, I don't know. I just, I just remember like watching, like she kept on like moving her head as if she was like trying to see something. And so it made me Mm. think that maybe that was the reason that they had it say locked because also a, like the the letters meant nothing to us either. Like I'm with you, Taryn. I'm like I'm yeah. just waiting to find out. Like okay, let's see if who answered differently, and then find out what the actual answer is because I don't know either. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I thought feel maybe like she it could see something. I, I feel like an easier solution than like creating an entire system where it says locked is to just you know not put them in front of something reflective. Yeah, not do it in front <laughs> right? of yeah. like a mirror. <laughs> but who knows? Well, also, <laughs> or just <laughs> use the usual. Switchy block thingies. But, you know, then we have like on the live shows that they have them like they have like the dividers and I don't know if they like where they were to do those or if they felt like that for whatever reason they didn't want to have like the like a wall in between each of them. Um, but for whatever reason, it was a different setup than what they normally do. And I think that in the live show when they do this, it like works out to be more exciting. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they did it upstairs. So it must maybe it was like in like what is normally the HOH room or something. Because when Frankie ultimately wins, um, they come out of a door, like the three of them mm-hmm. and and Taylor and Nicole are downstairs. And like, what happened? Frankie's weeping. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like they could. Yeah, I, I mean, they were, they were, they were cleaning up the yeah. every yeah. sound stage. Like <laughs> like one comp here, one comp here, one comp here. No, yeah. bulldoze it and switch it back up. Like <laughs> they use everything. This, uh, they were show. busy cleaning up the nog station so that they could get it ready for the zip line. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so Frankie, he has won a spot in the reindeer game. So Frankie Grande will be part of the four people competing in the final reindeer games. Yeah. Definitely could have guessed that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not surprising. Yeah. And what a run here by Frankie. You know, I think that we scoffed a little bit, maybe not Taryn because he had the stats. But when Cody said on the first night, you know, Frankie, one of the greatest competitors of all time. I was like, what? For real? Uh, But, yeah, hard to find like a weak spot in his game in terms of these competitions. I mean, honestly, it's his it's his social game. It really is. Like, I mean, because it's not like he wasn't someone that was on people's radar like he's been on taylor's radar since i would i imagine as soon as she walked in but then you see cody and then you see x and then you see cameron and then you look at frankie in comparison to them and it's like yes frankie is still a male and is probably going to be a little bit more athletic and more likely to win against women but he's not that kind of male and so it allows him to just like go all the way through. You get rid of all these men, and then there's Frankie still able to beat you in the end. So I think that's a testament to him just like being able to relate to both sides of the spectrum. So I think it's uh yeah, just a testament to Frankie's game. Again, I mean, it, it is interesting in terms of the stats uh that I that I collected before the season. Um Frankie had the best stats, the best average placement score. Um and Nicole, I think, was third after Brittany, who was second. Um, and then uh, and then Xavier's were a little off because he threw so many comps, but he was definitely somebody that we were looking out for. And then Taylor was actually dead last. Um, so, like, 
like in terms of where the stats were, this is actually kind of the expected result minus the uh, ad, uh, abnormality of, of Taylor, the anomaly of Taylor, uh, who managed to sort of play the game in a way where she never had to end up going into a showdown. Um, so I think you you have kind of represented, yes, the comp people who statistically were the best, and then somebody who really like st- uh, socially and strategically maneuvered their way through the game. Okay. So we're going to get down to uh, the final Santa's showdown between Xavier and Brittany. And this time, Krampus shows up and he's here to put up some negative propaganda about Santa. Anti-Christmas billboards. Uh, should we have met Krampus? That would have been nice. I want the guy that always him? like comes in and screams. Like, the, that guy would have been a great guy. <laughs> the nether the zero earbuds in? guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I want. All right. And... <laughs> Zipline. We haven't seen Santa again. Like, why couldn't they just have the BB announcer guy dress up as, as Krampus and, oh, and come out? Oh, you want him like, to play what, where dual is roles? I you know mean, should have been Santa. I believe that he can do it. They should have. They should have. The alter ego should, of Santa. Chicken George. They should have. I don't know. They, I feel like they should have paid uh, good old Grandpa Jerry from BB10 a nice smooth <laughs> 50k to come back. And just sit up in that HOH room and just talk. Like I would have. <laughs> that would be a cameo. <laughs> would he you be better? Oh! No! <laughs> I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. such a missed opportunity. And I now, you know, I'm on. You said you don't want this next year, but I'm sorry. We need yeah. it. We need if it. So that they is on the marquee. <laughs> I will fly to LA myself just to wall to wall watch. Okay. <laughs> or he could be like one of the the elf ambassadors, but like be like the cranky elf. Like, can you imagine him in the outfit, like having to read the scroll? It, come on. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay, uh, we got another zipline comp. All right, take out the blocks and put together the puzzle. And as we talked about at the top of the show, <laughs> not good. doesn't That's go rough. great. Yeah, That's rough. yeah. I, I think I think just in general, I think it was kind of a poorly designed competition, it, both in terms of like allowing for again requiring somebody who is much smaller, much lighter, to be much more perfect about their technique. Uh, but then also, like, the puzzle needed to be harder. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, Xavier screwed it up, and it was difficult to find the right block. Um, but, like, I think that, I mean, once you had the right block, you were just stacking it. Just, like, just make the puzzle harder, and the competition is much more uh, eloquently designed. We see this in Survivor all the time, where you can really come back from a huge deficit um, in a way that's exciting and not just like pure randomness, hoping that Xavier doesn't notice that he has a block missing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that uh, th- that was that was for me like the the worst part. Not to mention the fact that again, you just you see this and you go, oh well, it's not happening. Yeah, and and, and, it, and we can say that it was close. The reality is that Xavier had about four blocks left when Brittany hadn't knocked a single block down yet. And Brittany had four blocks left by the time he finished. So, like, she had a long ways to go, theoretically. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe wouldn't have messed up as much as Xavier in terms of misplacing a block, but still was quite a long ways away. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Xavier makes his way to the Reindeer Games. 
And Xavier has faced a lot of adversity here along the way. He's gone to Santa's showdown uh, almost, I, I think, every single time except for uh, last episode. Four out of the five times. He's the opposite of Taylor. Four out of the five yep. times. And he's managed to um, persevere. And here he is. And a pretty decent shot to win the reindeer games. Yeah, I think so. You know, a lot of the mental comps seem to be logic focused and he's pretty good at that kind of stuff. And then, you know, we already know that he's going to be pretty good at whatever physical is coming his way. So, yeah, I, I, unless there is some type of like switch up with how the reindeer games are going to proceed. Maybe there's like a pairs thing and one pair eliminates the other. Like, so we'll see how the teams and hmm. the, the game mechanic is. Um, but if it's anything similar to what we have been seeing with like a little bit more individually based, then yeah, I think X stands a pretty good shot at taking it. Well, let's talk a little bit about how we think the reindeer games might go on Thursday. Uh, Amon pitched, uh, could we see potentially two uh, people com uh, like basically competing in pairs and then uh, the pair that loses has to then go into elimination against each other at Santa Showdown? I, I think like my guess would be something like, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of different ways this is happening, but like, I think one way you could do it is one last, like naughty or nice. Yeah. The winner of that gets to choose their opponent in the tournament. That is the reindeer games. Um, so say Frankie wins naughty or nice. He picks like Taylor to be his opponent, uh, which means it's Frankie versus Taylor. Uh, Nicole versus Xavier, the winner of both matchups go to the final match. Uh, then that person is the winner of reindeer games. That makes sense to me. There's also like the idea of maybe it's all four of them competing three times. Um, and it's like the loser of each of the first round is out. The loser of the second round is out. And then it's the final mm -hmm. two against each other. It could be like cumulative um, scores over like the, like almost like the Olympics where you get like fun, points. But probably for, too like, complicated for them. <laughs> <laughs> really mm -hmm. points? It's too complicated. <laughs> I mean, I agree. It is big brother, <laughs> but I'm just like, come on. Why not? I think that would be, I think that would be, uh, that would be my personal favorite way of doing it. I think, yeah. but uh, I don't think they will. Mm -hmm. They could yeah. do like minute to win it comps where you can just, you know, each, each minute to win it comp gives you a point. Okay. And then we, you don't have to create these elaborate setups, you know? That would be great. Imagine, imagine if you were like came in second for like a bunch of things and, you know, the person who's edging you out just completely blows it in the last one. And you, you can say you're talking about up. Shannon. <laughs> I would like this gives hope to people like me who's just like, so I would like to have some hope. And I was not talking about Shannon or any sort of drafts. I want none of that smoke. Mm -hmm. But I just think that would be like a cool way to be like, okay, I've like, I'm just there. Like, I just got to keep like being up near the top at all of these things. I don't know. I just, I really hope, and I, I don't have a lot of hope, but I hope that they've been building up. Like you've got to make it to the reindeer games. Like only four people will get to proceed to the reindeer games. I just hope that the reindeer games are somehow different, more exciting, or like than everything that we've been doing thus far. Then otherwise, it's just another uh, couple of comps, and more people get eliminated. You know, yeah, what I mean? it's, it's an hour. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, the the one v one comps have been the worst by a large margin. Right. So, like, yes. if the finale is full of just one v one comps, it's rough. I, that's why I feel like having the four people there is 
in my opinion, the best way to do it because it, it, it incorporates that last bit of social strategy where it's like, okay, there's four of you now. Um, do three of you gang up on one person? If so, who? Does Xavier and do Xavier and Frankie try to like convince Taylor and Nicole to side with them against the other? Um, and then will they be able to like 1v2 them in the next round? Like there's a lot more intrigue there. Uh, so I would like it to be that, but who knows? Yeah, because I just like I'm thinking again, I, I already mentioned buddy games earlier. Like, like Rob, you remember. <laughs> no, we don't. just got to the end. Remind well, me. no, yeah, you probably you compartmentalized <laughs> that and said, but it was just like the end, like the final, the final buddy games thing. It was just like, all right. Like we've seen this. There's like just a just another comp. Like it wasn't I want it didn't them seem grand at all. Like, I don't know. I want the whole episode to just be a montage of everybody redoing every single comp they have already done throughout the entire duration of Reindeer Games. Mm -hmm. And whoever completes all of those comps at the end. They win. That's yeah. right. Will we get something like the final, t um, the final three um, getting to the final two comp uh, in, in normal Big Brother, where they're we're gonna see like little clips of the eliminated um, house guests being like, my favorite part of BB Reindeer Games was when. I got bucked off the candy cane or like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you want a recap episode for reindeer games, <laughs> not a recap, but they could be using like what they do with the jury in like the, the, like the final three, uh, comp. <laughs> what if, what if each eliminated player has either an individual advantage that each of them can give and you can accumulate as many advantages <laughs> as possible from the, mm -hmm. or they vote for one advantage to be given one of the players fire token we bring back the jury well what if they vote for the winner mm. <laughs> whoa that would be wild oh my god yeah. that that is not this show <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so that's a little bit of what's coming up a thursday night do we sense that somebody has the winners edit here in reindeer games uh, we've never had to I, talk about this before yeah with Big brother to me, it feels like Frankie has the best edit. I've felt Frankie for a long time. I am starting to also be open to a Nicole possibility. Okay. Um, I would say my power, like in terms of the edit, I would say my, my power rankings is Xavier's yeah. fourth. And then and then Taylor's probably like a close third to Nicole. But I, I just feel like the fact that Nicole is here now and I don't know. I gotta see what banged up those knees. Yeah, I haven't seen it see, yet. I, I Some, think she's gonna get banged up here. Been, I think she's going Andy. hard in the yeah. reindeer games. No, 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 it's happened. It hasn't happened yet. It's For happening. me, I feel like that Taylor has the best edit from the show. I feel like that they love Frankie, but I feel like Taylor has gotten so much too. I think she's gotten a lot. I like, and it's so tough because <clears throat> this is Big Brother and not Survivor, and also I can't be Survivor. <laughs> It's not even the other. And we don't even know what a survivor winner edit looks like anymore. So yeah, yeah, yeah. completely changed. Um, anything's on the I table. Do, I do feel like um, the, I I feel like if Taylor was the winner, they could have been a little more like generous and celebratory about Taylor uh, than they have been, where they've left a lot of things vague for like the audience to be like, wait, why did she do that? Um, whereas, you know, some kinder edits have been, I think, 
given to both Frankie and Nicole, mm-hmm. uh, which is not to say that they needed the kind of edits, but like they feel a, like um, just, you know, in general, mm-hmm. like they've been less marred by uh, the edit to me. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it too, like I, I do, I feel similarly, I feel like when it comes to like Frankie in particular, I feel like a lot of his confessionals have been more so about, they sound like a narration of like how I ended up winning. He might have had that in his contract, like, Amon. He could have. He could have. Whereas with Taylor's confessionals are more so, I need to get the winner out. You know what I mean? Like, I need to get, like, a a lot of her confessionals are about getting Frankie out. I need to get Frankie. He's next. He's next. He's next. So, um, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I feel like out of, like, my personal, like, um, bias, I feel like I am most amenable to a... Frankie win only because it's then a new winner. You know what I mean? Someone who hasn't only won Only person before. who hasn't won yeah, that's in the Reindeer yeah. Games. Right. Yeah. Nobody's won Reindeer Games before. This is the first one. Yeah, but he's the only non-winner in this group. Yeah, is, and, this, is this canon? Is mm-hmm. this part? Like, does are we count? Are, like, it, are we calling any of the other three a two-time Big Brother winner? I am this? so mm-hmm. fine if none of the winners win this. I am so fine if somebody like Frankie Grande, the shine bright like a Frankie Grande. How many winners can we Social have for being sixteen? Mogul? Though, Amon. That's <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's keep it going. You know what? If we can't beat them, then join them, right? Like, so if if this needs to be what Frankie's crown is in the Big Brother pantheon, I am A-OK with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, this might be another, just tally another win for BB-16 regardless. Nicole or Frankie could take it. Yeah. But then if, if if Frankie wins it, then like you're just going through the cast, like bring back Beast Mode Cowboy for uh, we did yeah, twice reindeer, on Survivor no, for Reindeer Games for Reindeer Games. <laughs> no, you got to It's Hayden. <laughs> you bring back Hayden. Yeah, he was he was oh, the other compies from that season. Right. And Zach Rance, yep. how many shows would he have been on if he didn't piss people off at CBS? <laughs> they could bring back Amber. She's been on the challenge a bunch now oh, you too. Forgot like, about that. like I'm saying, like it goes deep on that cast. <laughs> and where's Donnie? You're to say, let's Donnie. not forget Donnie. Mm-hmm. Donnie, Donnie would at be the a very great least, elf, though, would have been Santa. Too. Oh yeah, he would have been good. Lovely Santa. You've been good. Yeah, I love Donnie so much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Anything else about the Reindeer Games? This was one from Twitter. Um, we were talking about the Squidnog, and uh, this is somebody who is a- apparently that uh, can't, I can't know if I can verify this, but apparently Shelly Kane, who says that she is contestant 450 on Squid Game, uh, tweeted to us that this was a Squid Xmas dinner. Uh, this is, I guess, uh, it was like boiled chicken. <laughs> yeah. Is that chicken? So, what is that? I don't yeah, think I would eat that blended. Eat that than drink that blended. Yeah. That was sent uh, <laughs> specifically to us. So thank you, Shelly. <laughs> you did just make me think of how easy it would be to impersonate a Squid Game. Oh, uh, well, yeah, Zach Wernberger beat you to it. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, anything else about the reindeer games to mention? Um, the, the little, uh, scroll with the announcer at the end told us that nuts will be cracked. Oh, and I, <laughs> I'm just saying that sounds terrifying. Nice. <laughs> and I okay, hope yeah, I'd rather there be roasting are protective cups. 
<laughs> All right. Should we leave it there for tonight? Yeah, I'm having a right. I'm having a great time. I feel like I love the game, reindeer games. It's, it's been great. It's it's been such. I've been hearing a lot of people call it a palate cleanser. That's the perfect description for it. Yeah. Like it's just it's nice, short, sweet, and you know I'm I'm here for it. Okay. All right. Well, we will pick this back up Thursday night when we crown the winner of Reindeer Games. But a lot of Survivor in between uh, now and then. On uh, Monday, I had a marathon podcast with uh, Mike Bloom. Uh, we talked about everything going into the Survivor finale. Lots of scenarios were discussed with Mike Bloom and uh, a wild Jeff Probst video as well. Uh, fun feedback show with Mike Bloom. Then uh, we will get ready for this Survivor postgame show when Jesse Lopez is coming by for a guy's night at my house. And we'll stay up late and talk about Survivor with you live at 11.15 after we crown the winner of Survivor 45. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Fun times on Family Switch on uh, Nothing But Netflix as uh, Chappelle and my own son, Dominic, joined us to talk about a Netflix, uh, the Reindeer Games of Netflix, uh, Family Switch with Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner. Uh, Jenny, it's all coming down to this uh, on the House of Villains on Finale Week. Yeah, final five of House of Villains coming up. Uh, I think the same night as the Reindeer Games finale. So, uh um, Chappelle and I, and, and, and maybe, maybe we can, we can gather a guest or two to, to, uh, recap the finale. So it's been such an incredible show. So, so good. Uh, if you haven't checked it out and you have time over the holidays or something to binge it, I highly recommend it, it is very, very Now, fun. Omarosa played in uh, Celebrity Big Brother, but I don't think anybody mm -hmm. would uh, look at her as a Big Brother contestant. Uh, who do you think in a House of Villains season two should be representing Big Brother? Just Big Brother proper or Big Brother, like Celebrity Big, Big Brother? No, Big Brother proper. Big Brother proper. It's a, That's the thing is like, you know. Will wouldn't do who, it. Who are the villains of like, like. It's not, I'm not thinking of fun villains. Like I'm thinking of like, again, I can't believe it's the second time I'm going to say Daniel Durston, like on this podcast, like, mm. he should not be named. I don't think so. Like, you know what I mean? Like Maybe that's not have, fun. Maybe they have like a dunk tank. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm, I'm Big really- Big Brother's not allowed to have villains anymore. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's really hard to be, uh, you Once know- Once upon like a, a time, maybe evil dick, but probably not now. That's, yeah, that's true. That, like, I would say that would be a very, very obvious pick, but I don't know if that's happening these days. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. If there are suggestions, uh, leave them in the comments because we haven't really had like a Big Brother pick. Um, but I think there's like plenty of people that- mm -hmm. could, Maybe just more old school Big Brother. Okay. I like get all of like the Big Brother nine cast, <laughs> right? That's what everyone wants. Okay. Jenny, what's been going on over on the finale of F Boy Island? I will tell you, there is a, a chalk pick for uh, House of Villains season two on F Boy Island season three. Kirsten and I just recapped the finale of that. Um, so we had a really good time watching that. Um, so check that out. Uh, yeah, I won't spoil. Well, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a man named. Uh, oh, my God. I'm always for, I'm forgetting his name. Think spoiler alert. OK, well, then mm -hmm. 
<laughs> he was bad. He's a bad man. He should be on House of Villains. <laughs> okay, there you go. All right. And then, of course, uh, lots of stuff going on on the Patreon podcast feed, including my latest check-in with Shannon Gus about the finale of Survivor UK. Uh, Shannon and I had very different opinions about the final week of Survivor UK. You'd hear that and much more in our Patreon podcast feed. Uh, go to robinswebsite.com slash patron and make sure you subscribe to all of our podcasts when you go to robinswebsite.com slash subscribe. Okay, Amon, what's coming up for you? Oh, just enjoying the holidays, being festive and whatnot. I'm so excited. Um, however, Drag Race will be coming back to your feeds in the new year. We did find out um, all of the queens that are going to be competing on season 16 of RuPaul's Drag Race. So me, Beth, um, and Liana will be coming back to you, I think, with a preview podcast in the coming weeks. So just be on the lookout for that. Okay. Other than that, happy holidays, everybody. Very fun celebrating the reindeer games with you tonight, Amon. Thank you. Okay. Enjoy all the squid nogs. Oh, I, I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jenny, what's coming up for you? Listen... Uh, what I've been doing is, has just been uh, mentioned. So yeah, l keep an eye out on the hit or quit feed for our finale coverage for House of Villains. And other than that, I'm going to take a little holiday break oh. as well and see what, you know, terrible television waits around the corner in the new year, Rob. Like, yeah. I don't know, like we can't, we can't quit hit or quit. Yeah. We'll take a little holiday break. You see these celebrity for relatives singing. Have you seen this? What? Yeah. I'll send you oh, a link. We need to talk. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Because <laughs> I don't know if you want to do Farmer Wants a Wife the no, second try. I don't. Like, I don't. I don't know if you're ready for that. No, I'm good. <laughs> um, all right. Jenny, great job here tonight. And then Thank Taryn. You. This is fun. One more night of reindeer games uh, on Thursday. What else is coming up for you? Yeah, one more night of reindeer games, one more night of Survivor. Uh, the next two nights, find me on Twitch. I'll be hanging out, watching the episodes, reacting to them live. And then, uh, and then it'll be over uh, for at least a couple of weeks before uh, Dan Geesling graces our screens again. Oh, yeah. So yeah, uh, just find me over on Twitch. I'm always hanging out over there. All right, Taryn, great job. And then uh, we'll see you all back for the finale of Reindeer Games coming up on Thursday night. See you then. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.